Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Friends You Can Keep podcast. We are chugging right along with episode seven. Uh, it was a bit, it was a bit weird what we did because in January we start we announced that we were going to start watching these movies on this poster. February, some things happened, some things came up, and we skipped that in February. I had a a different guest. Uh. But we're back. It's March. My birthday just passed. Yeah, it did, you old fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, 27. 27 going on 56. Um, Dude, you're like 40 going on 80. <laughs> oh, it's so... <laughs> on the inside. It's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, so, yeah. We watched Shawshank. For those of you playing the home game, that was our first movie. Um, I I don't know what you can say about this movie that hasn't already been said. Yeah, I mean, I just, I finally, we were watching it and we got like halfway through and I was like, this is good. Yeah. I was like, I get, I get that it's a good movie. I, I knew it was going to be a good movie because it's, you know, considered one of the best movies or if not one of the best, like the best movie of all time. Yeah. That's what a lot of people say. Um... And we get, like, halfway through, and I'm like, I, I'm not getting it. Like, I'm liking it. Yeah. But I'm not seeing, like, the amazingness. And then, like, the second half happens, and I was just blown away. It was a movie where... And it's weird, because everything... When you watch it as a whole, everything feels necessary. Mm-hmm. But then when you finish it, you're like, this movie probably could have been, like, 20 minutes shorter. Yes. Than what it was. Yeah. But I don't know what you cut out. I was going to ask, going to be my question, was what would you cut out? Because, like, you can't cut out the whole thing with Brooks getting free and then killing himself, because that is significant. That pays off after, very well yeah. in the end, yeah. And, like, even, like, it pays off in the Morgan Freeman scenes at the end, but, like, from the second they get that note on, it kind of carries through and they keep talking about it. Yeah. So it was a pertinent thing in the movie. You could, honestly... The whole library thing, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. That's, like... I think him... I think him getting butt-fucked. Yeah. That whole... Because, like, that whole... I kind of thought that the whole point of that... Because by the end of it... I don't, I couldn't tell you the, the character's name, but the guy who is raping Andy yeah. Dufresne the whole time beats the shit out of him that one time, and then Clancy Brown, the one like the man, the head guard, beats the shit out of that guy for beating up Andy Dufresne. And I was like, oh, okay, so he's cool. But I then think, later he's not cool because he kills what's his face. And I think I'm like, there the should fuck? have been, there should have just been less rape. Because like, I think that that goes not just for movies, oh, but yeah. also for real life. But they, like, they do the rape thing, and again, everything in that movie was to set up the rest of the movie. Right. So, like, they show him getting raped, they show who is raping him, to then show you that when he starts doing Clancy Brown's taxes, he then beats the shit out of the guy that raped him. Mm -hmm. So, like, it does come back, but it's also, like, you spend a lot of time... On him getting raped, and then that his rapist gets murdered by the guards, and then it's over. Oh, no. Like they don't ever go back to does it he again. Get murdered? Or he just gets paralyzed. He gets like paralyzed and sent off 
somewhere else, right? I thought he died, though. I thought... I thought it was, like... No, I thought it, Morgan Freeman yeah. was like, yeah, not dickhead. I'll never oh, yeah, walk he kills, again. He kills the fat guy. Like, the first night, he kills the fat guy. Yes. Because he won't shut the hell up. Well, yeah, and then they won't let him treat him in the, in yeah. the infirmary. So fucked up. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he beats the shit out of that guy for beating up Andy Dufresne. But then... Yeah, he's just paralyzed. That's right. Yeah, and but then later... Because they show him getting, like, wheeled out, and Morgan Freeman's like, and that motherfucker never, never walked, walked again. again. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, yeah, but then later, uh, when the warden's talking to Sideburns McGee, couldn't tell you what his name is. The guy who's, like, in there for, like, two years or whatever, who has, like, the, the son and the girl waiting for him. Yeah. Who's, like, kind of always in and out, because he's yeah. a robber. And then Andy Dufresne's like, you know, he's like, well, if you keep running up in here, you're kind of a shitty robber. And he gets all pissy. But he, like, finds out he's the one guy who can kind of prove Andy's innocence. Yeah. And then Clancy Brown kills him. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought you liked this guy. But I guess he likes the warden more. Well, it was the whole, it was the whole thing of they couldn't let Andy leave. Right, yeah. Because he was doing their taxes and he uh-huh. was doing all that illegal shit for them. And it wasn't a matter of, like... Dude. If you're out, you're going to tell on us. It was a matter of, like, if you're out, you're not going to keep doing this for us. Right. Like, you're kind of useless to us. Or it's going to cost us money to do this for you. Yeah. But if we keep you in jail, you'll just do it, because you're a prisoner, and that's what we do. Right. Dude, the whole... That whole payoff... And then he blows his fucking head off at the end. At the end? What the fuck? (laughs) He blows his own head off at the end anyway. Who does? The warden. Oh, yeah. Make it easy on yourself. And he's just like, all right. I knew he was too much of a pussy to ever... He was such a bitch. He was such... Oh, my God. But that... I think the the biggest thing... I kept thinking, like, how do you talk about a movie like this that so many people have talked about? It's been parodied over and over again. So many times, yeah. And there's not, like, there are scenes that are great, but there's nothing that really stands out. And it's not like, it's not like, how did this get made? We're not, like, roasting a terrible movie. No. So the best thing I could think of is, like, really, really discussing its rewatchability. Okay. And I think, like, this is a movie you could watch once every, like, three years and still be entertained by it. I was going to say, like, five there. Yeah, I was I was thinking higher, but then I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll be a little lenient. I'll give you, like, three or four. Honestly, I've never seen it before, so I could... I could watch it, like, within the next year, but then after that, like, I wouldn't... It's not one of those movies where, like, it ends and you're like, oh my god, I need to watch that again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I get what you mean. Yeah. It's one of those movies that, like, it's great. Everyone should see it at least once. Uh, and when I, mean, I, there, there and when I say... The end, but it's nothing that, like... It's not like um, Shutter Island, where, like... No. The twist at the end happens, and it changes the way you see the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. I... And I... When I say rewatchability, I mean, like, you sit... And you own it on DVD, or you own it on VHS, or whatever, and you watch it from beginning to end. Yeah. I'm not talking about, like, because TBS and TNT play it. All the time. Religiously. I'm not talking, like, you turn it on in the middle. Right. And then watch it for 25 minutes and then go do something else. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times we've watched Twister in the past two weeks. Because sci-fi played it, like... 
for five days straight. Twister's weird. Twister's like, it'll be on TV like eight times in like three days, oh, and yeah. then you won't see it again for like a year. And no. you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? We have. God, it's so funny that Twister got brought up. Because we have a running, like, confusion in our house. Yeah. And we discuss it. Like, if we were to discuss it now, we have it down straight because we've talked about it recently mm-hmm. but in like two years from now we will be just as confused as we were in the very <laughs> beginning so the most recent time this conversation came up was because so there was talk like two years ago of them doing a sequel to Spaceballs, yeah. and mel brooks is like i'll only do it if rick moranis comes back because he's the only one that fits in the helmet oh uh, <laughs> yeah and then recently he announced, like, I'm going to come out of retirement to do that Disney Plus series. About Honey, I Shrunk the about Kids. About Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. And in my mind, I was immediately like, why is no one being like, well, are you going to come out of retirement and so do Spaceballs space too? too? Yeah, like, what the hell? And then Kelly was like, Kelly and I were talking about Spaceballs and how they could do a sequel and stuff like that. And I'm like, but, I'm like, they can't really do a sequel because Lone Star is dead. And she's like... No, he's not. And I'm like, yeah, Lone Star is dead. And then the confusion becomes, is the actor from Twister dead or is the actor from Independence Day dead? Bill Paxton versus Bill Pullman. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's that fair. is the infinite confusion in this house. Yeah. And Bill I always Paxton I always think dead. But what's weird is like and then we that and then that snowball of a conversation starts. Right. But then what it turns into is we know the guy from Twister is dead, but yeah. then we think he is also in or no, what do you think? So it's Bill Pullman in Independence Day. Yes. So we we'll, like we know the guy from Twister is dead, uh-huh. but then we think it's Bill Pullman in Twister and we think it's Bill Paxton in Independence Day. So then, because you think Bill Paxton's how, Independence Day... That's how the snowball starts. You know we have the internet, right? Like, oh, you yeah. You can just Google this. Yeah, but that's not, that's not as fun. No, not at all. I I was just doing, oh my god, what were we talking about? That's not as fun as being like, no, the guy from Twister is dead, and the guy from yeah. Twister is the guy who was in Spaceballs. And then it's like, no, the guy from Independence uh-huh. Day is the guy from Spaceballs. Yesterday I was trying to figure out, I couldn't remember to save my life, um, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. First of all, I thought her name was Kate. Her name popped into my head, and I was like, "I was like, oh my god, what's that one actress?" And my friend was like, oh, "I don't like give me her first name." And I was like, "Blonde hair." <laughs> Pretty, I was like, it's like Kate something. She was Betty Brant in the original Spider-Man trilogy, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" Um, and then somebody remembered out of nowhere. It just hit him that it was Elizabeth Banks, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I was I way off." Love Elizabeth Banks. She's incredible. Um, our conversation the other day. So started with like Lone Star's dead. They can't remake. They can't do a sequel to Spaceballs. Right. Who's dead? Bill Paxton versus Bill Pullman. That conversation ultimately ends with like, well, Barf is dead because John Candy is dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess it'd be kind of weird to do it without him. I think you would. I think they could do it. You would just. He would just be dead. Like, don't yeah. recast it. No, 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 just, no. They would never. Not Bush would never do that. It's one of those things where, because, like, don't they, in the first Spaceballs, talk, like, they, like, lead into a sequel called, like, Spaceballs 2, the quest to search for more money or something like that? Yeah. Well, it's just Yoda 
Or no, what's his name? Yogurt. Yogurt, that's right. <laughs> yogurt in the shorts. It's, it's yogurt so like... Spaceballs the lunchbox. Yeah, Spaceballs the t-shirt. Spaceballs <laughs> the lunchbox. Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. And then Spaceballs the doll. Spaceballs the doll. The doll. Now, God, he is so Mel Brooks. I mean, he hits the, he pulls the string on the back, and it's like, may the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that movie's classic. I love Mel Brooks. He's too funny. His movies are so good. We just watched the documentary on HBO about him. Yeah, and it's hysterical. Um, I went to the chiropractor the other day, and he was asking us about. He asked me, um, what Tony's name was. And I told him before, but he forgets. And I was like, oh, it's Tony. Or no, he was like, what's it start with? And I'm like, T. Yeah. He was like, what's the second letter? I'm like, oh. What's the, sec- what's the third letter? N. <laughs> and then I forget what he asked me. And he was like, is it Anthony? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, his name doesn't start with T. I'm like, all I ever like, fucking call him is Tony. Him Tony. I'm like, all I ever call him is Tony. He's like, well, he's like, yeah, I get that. But his name's Anthony. I'm like, that is, yes, his name is Anthony. Yeah, but when I introduce him to people. And he's like, what's he, is that like a family name? Or I'm like, well, and again, I've told him this before, too. I'm like, no, he's named after Tony Stark. Hell yeah. Oh, how'd you swing that? How did you swing that? Yeah, everyone's so amazed that, like, my wife allowed me to call my son Anthony after Tony Stark. And I'm like, well... I'm like, she's into them not as much as I am, but... But she still, she likes them. She's also, she's into them. Yeah. And she's understanding of, like, the impact that that character had on my life. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't hard. And it's also not, it's not like it's a weird name. Like... No, not at all. Yeah. It's a pretty typical... It's not like... Like, people who have been naming their kids, like, fucking... Like Daenerys yeah. from from Game of Thrones or or Ray or Kylo Ren and shit like that. Yeah. Which is my favorite because they all waited until or they didn't wait. Yeah. They were like, Oh, we're right in the middle of like this trilogy or this show. Let's just do it. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then they just got so bad. Oh my god. We're on, like, we're on season thought. five of Game of Thrones, everything's great. I'm like, dude, you guys don't know what could happen. And a few years later, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they got pissed. That was my favorite, is when yeah. people did that. It's the same thing with, um... It's the same... People are so entitled anymore, dude. Like, when Last Jedi came out, you ruined my childhood. I was like, was it a horrible follow-up to no. Force Awakens? 100%. Contradicted so much shit in that movie. When I love, it's all, it's all Disney's fault. It is. They never... I feel like we've talked about this before. Maybe even on here. But... Oh my god, I feel like this is all I say. Whenever I talk about Star Wars, remember, this is like the sentence that I say. They never should have gotten... And at the time, we were all like, this is so cool. They have three different writers yeah. and directors for each movie. I was like, this is amazing. And then you look in hindsight and you're like, that was never gonna work. But I don't think... See, I don't, I don't place the blame on Disney. Who do you place the blame on? Whoever was, like, who's in charge of the Lucasfilm division of, like, if Marvel started getting fucked up, I wouldn't blame Disney. I would blame Kevin Feige, because Kevin Feige is in charge of Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Like, I hate the art. I mean, I've... Kathleen Kennedy. I've loved Disney. I'm coming at you. 
Walt Disney. Walt Disney is another <laughs> hero of mine. Like I've loved that company since I was born. I mean, I hate you. But like, that's never been proved. No, that is like the go. I don't. I don't believe that. It's and a I also wild speculation. Don't hate them. The it wild, is a lot of speculation. The wild right? speculation of like Walt Disney hated Jews and he's frozen under the Matterhorn. People say that all the time. Both of these things are not true. I definitely would. Out of the two, I would believe the latter before I believe the former. I would believe that he's frozen somewhere before I believe that he was like a, <laughs> yeah. a an anti-Semite. Well, like the the best thing I've seen is like. He didn't, he wasn't an anti-Semite, but he hung around with, like, anti-Semitic people to further, like, his movies and his career and that kind of stuff. Which, like, yeah, it's not great, but it's also, like, it was what fucking it's the era of time. Of the business. Yeah, yeah, it's the politics point, like, of Hollywood. Like, yeah. and again, that shouldn't be an excuse because it's no different than fucking... Judy Dench or whoever, who was like, well, sometimes you just gotta suck a dick. It's what you had to do to get a movie role. Oh my god, did she really say that? I for, I don't know if it was Judy Dench, but someone... Oh my god, can you imagine No, Judy it Dench? wasn't. It wasn't. Is that how she got the part in Skyfall? It wasn't Judy Dench. It was <laughs> fucking Angela Lansbury. I want to believe that it's Dame Judy Dench. No. Like, 60-year-old Judy Dench no, is getting on Angela her Lansbury. Just Angela Lansbury was asked... Get into James Bond <laughs> Angela Lansbury was asked about the Me Too movement. Oh. And, like, her response was yeah. like, well, that's just how Hollywood worked. And it's like, <laughs> you're not wrong, but it's also not, that's like... so fucked up. It's also, like, not like, well, that's just what you did. Like, uh, well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. God, how many dicks did you suck? Yeah. Oh, it was the 30s, you know? It was... Yeah. Everybody was on their knees. Yeah, that's men, how, women. That's how you got bread. <laughs> that's how you got bread. I don't know. Oh, my God. Someone's got to pay the bills. Someone's got to pay the bills. Um, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> uh, we started out with Shawshank. We started out with Shawshank. We moved on to Spaceballs. Then we moved on to Disney and Star Wars. Now we're talking about Judy Dench and Angela Lansbury. Second dicks. I was going to say something in between the Spaceballs and the Star Wars conversation. Oh, the Mel Brooks thing. That's right. That's what I was talking about. Rick Moranis. Um, no, my son's name. So then he yes. asks me, he asks me, like, what other names... I was like, we had a whole bunch of names thought up. Yeah. And he asked me, like, well, like, what? And, like, he was... I get that he was trying to be funny, but he was also coming off, like, kind of an asshole. Because, like, I named my son Tony. I named my son Anthony mm-hmm. after Tony Stark. Who is, yes, a fictional comic book character and now a fictional movie character. You fucking nerd. He is, he is then asking me, like, when I said, like, oh, we had boys' names and girls' names picked out yeah. before we knew whether he was a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And then he's asking me, like, oh, was Betty ever an option for, like, Betty Boop? And I forget what the other examples were, and I'm like... <laughs> what a jackass. I'm like, I get that you're trying to be funny, but you're also coming off, like, really shitty. Know your audience, dude. Like Exactly, like... That's that's just douchey. Yeah, that's just straight up douchey. Yeah, it's like this is this is the equivalent of you like you might as well just called me a nerd and like punched me in the stomach. Right, but like you fucking dickhead and then shoved your head in the toilet and yeah. locked you in your locker. But like I was, and then it's funny to me because like he's making that joke and I'm listing like, oh well, 
Robin was another name for Robin Williams because I loved Robin Williams. Uh, Walter yeah, was yeah. for Walt Disney. Billy and Joel both were because I love well William and Joel both were because I love Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Um, I like that. Those are all solid. Ethan was I don't like adore Joel and Ethan Cohen, but like I like the name Ethan. Ethan Cohen is a director that I like a lot. Oh, the Cohen brothers. Yeah, they make phenomenal movies. My mind went to uh, Garfield. No, what's his face? Tom Cruise's character from Mission Impossible. <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies. I think his name. I think his name's Ethan Hunt in those. I've seen Ghost Protocol. That's it. Yeah, Ethan Hunt. Um, <laughs> we, uh, but then I'm like, oh yeah, and if it was a girl, and I couldn't like at the time think of anything else on our list, but because when we knew, like before the gender reveal party, yeah, we determined like if it's a boy, his name is going to be Anthony David Lightcap. Great name. If it's a girl, her name will be Madeline. I think Rose was the middle name we settled on. That's a good one. Madeline Rose Lightcap. And he's like... And I said, like, well, her her name would have been Madeline for Madeline Kahn. And he's like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, she was in History of the World Part 1, yeah. Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, like, every Mel Brooks movie. movie. Clue. He's like, I, I got a sequel. He's like, I didn't see any of those movies. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Haven't seen any of them? Yeah. How did you not see any of them? I exactly. Grew up on those. Then exactly. he got a fucked up person. <laughs> then he was asking me if it was the woman. Oh, I always forget what her name is. The example he used was Billy Crystal's wife in The Princess Bride, and she was oh, in. I. She's in Gotham. She really? played. She was Penguin's mom. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't tell you her She's name. on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's in, like, a ton of shit. I'm pretty sure she's on that new show, Hunters, on Amazon, which I really want to watch. I do want to watch that. That looks so dope. Yeah, man. But she's in, she's in a ton of shit. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, oh, well, does... Like, because the example he's giving is like, oh, well, does she, like, take her voice really high? And I'm like, she... Can I'm like she doesn't always, but she does like. But like she, she can do that. She's yeah, a human being with vocal cords. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I think she was like the weird like troll people in the Princess Bride." And I'm like, "Was Madeline Kahn in the Princess Bride?" <laughs> and, like, and I had to like think about it for a second. I'm like, "I don't think she was." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh yeah," and it was like Billy Crystal's character, and then his wife. I'm like, "Oh no, that's not." You're like that's not what we're talking about. I'm like that's not her. Great movie. I don't remember what her name is though. Phenomenal actress. She's in a ton, of, a ton of shit. Yeah. Huh. And I don't remember what I knew her from before. Now I only know her from Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. But. Man, I can't picture Matt. Who's Madeline Kahn in History of the World Part One? <sighs> She's the what? I don't remember what her character's name is. She's Caesar's wife. Okay. Yeah, that's who I thought. Okay. Do I... Kelly's favorite line in that whole movie. Do I have any openings this man might fit? <laughs> everyone just like... Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I love that movie. Dude, that movie's funny. That's another Mel Brooks movie where he's... He... he uh, at the end, it's like... Yeah. Come back for History of the World Part 2. I really wish they would have made a History of the World Part 2. And so is my dad. I watched that movie a bunch as a kid. The line that always... That we always say to each other every now and then... And my dad will go... 
Oh, God. I have a sneeze coming on. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> but no, I, uh... Because it's Mel Brooks looks just like... He's, he plays the piss boy, but he also plays, like, the king or that yes. or whatever. It's good. And he goes... He's like, my God, sir, you... You look just like the piss boy. And he just fucking rocks him. And it's so, it's so funny. Every single time. Jump the queen. (laughs) I love that. I wanted to, I forgot. I was going to print and put it on my table at our wedding. Like where my seat was. Just a picture from that movie of him as the king. And just put like, it's good to be the king. Yeah, oh, you should have. I wanted you? to, and I just totally, I totally Forgot. blanked on it. And then, like, the right. next day I thought about it, I'm like, God damn it. You woke up on your honeymoon like, fuck, this is the worst. <laughs> we gotta redo it. What? Our wedding was terrible. I forgot one thing. Now, your wedding was fun. Yeah, we, had, had, a we had a good time. There's only, a, I hope so. There's only, like, one thing I regret, but. Is it Marion Kelly? No. Okay, that's not, good. Not that's not a good thing. If you were good at that, you'd have a lot more fun. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sure she regrets marrying me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh god, that fucking movie is so good. Oh yeah, I can't. And like, it's so weird because it's it's rare. Like, you watch Blazing Saddles, and like, yeah, people nowadays are like, oh, that movie's just so controversial. Could you imagine if that came out today? And it's Did like, you think about that? It's also, like, when you watch that movie, though, like, I get why you think it's controversial, but also, like, he wasn't, it wasn't Django. Like, I love Django, but the N-word is used a lot in that movie, and I get Tarantino's whole, like, well, that's how people talked back then. And it's like, did they? Yeah. Did they, Quentin? (laughs) Like, every other word is the N-word in this movie. Is that how they talk? I only saw that one time. I remember liking it a lot, but again, I was like... I don't know, 17, 16, 17, yeah. when it came out. So, like, my, my, I didn't think about things back then. Yeah. Like, I would just kind of shut my brain off and be like, wow, this is entertaining. Yeah. But I didn't think about, like, wow, they're really getting liberal with the M-word. I didn't think about it, and then, like, all the protesting happened, and this and that, and, like, I still didn't really think about it, and then... When you watch it more than once, yeah. you start to notice, like, Jesus Christ, they say the N-word a lot in this movie. Yeah. Like... Is it mostly white people saying it, or is it more It's everyone. People? It's Jamie Foxx, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, Do you think it's, it's like pretty Christoph even? Waltz. Yeah. DiCaprio did... Apparently, DiCaprio did not want to say it. He... And Jamie Foxx was like, just man the fuck up and do it. There, there's, an inter- there's an interview, and uh, I think I think with Samuel L. Jackson... About that, or it's with somebody, yeah. and and he and somebody's talking about like, oh yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio like said that like he felt really bad about it, and Sam Jackson just goes, dude, this is another Tuesday for us. This is just another Tuesday for us. Man, up yeah. do the scene or like something along those lines. Then he just like, like cuts his awesome. whole hand open and is just bleeding everywhere. Dude, all right. The fact that he went on yeah. impressive. The fact that he rubbed his real blood on on uh, Carrie Washington's, Washington's face. face. So fucked up. That's so gross. I wonder, I wonder if she sued him for that. No. I think we would have heard about it. I, I know that she was, like, I've, I've heard that she was pissed. Oh, I'm sure she was. Furious. Immediately got tested for coronavirus. I was going to say, especially because Leonardo DiCaprio is riddled with AIDS, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just fucking supermodel after supermodel after supermodel. He definitely has, like, AIDS, bulimia, anorexia. <laughs> like. Oh, my God. 
But yeah, Kelly loves, do I have any openings this man might fit? I can't get over, like, what always, and it's funny, and it always shocks me, though. Because he doesn't, aside from Blazing Saddles, which he uses in that movie not a lot, and I think the way it's used in that movie is used well. Because the other thing is, like, Django, Django wasn't supposed to be, like, this comedical look at the world. Whereas Blazing Saddles, like, the whole point of it is, like... Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... Oh, that's so interesting. Caesar's assistant in History of the World Part 1 is very clearly gay. Oh, yeah? So that's something, like, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. And Dom DeLuise at one point calls him a fag. And then, like, Mel Brooks is a stand-up philosopher, which is just, like, his old-timey Roman way of saying he's a comedian, which I think is hysterical. But, like, he tells a joke, and every, like, there's kind of, like, a smattering of laughter, and the gay guy is laughing hysterically, and he turns around and, like, almost... He doesn't look at the camera. Yeah. I don't think he does. But he's... The camera's right there, and he's, like, the fag gets... The little fag gets it, and I was like, Jesus! Whoa! like, I didn't notice it at first, but you see it again, and you're like, holy shit! There are a lot of movies that I want to rewatch now that I'm technically an adult. Yeah. <laughs> that like, because like I don't remember that at all. Yeah, and I'm sure I remember very. And they're little, quick. Like, a lot. They're of real quick. That's the thing. Like, if you're not looking for it, you're not yeah. gonna see it. And like, if you're, I was. The last time I sat down and watched History of the World Part One or Blazing Saddles all the way through, had to be Blazing Saddles. I actually, didn't see until like five or six years ago. But History of the World Part One, it's had to. I. Probably ten years. Yeah. Nine, ten years since I've seen that. I have all of them. I own every movie he's ever made on Blu-ray. Hell yeah. Because for Christmas... They're so good. Two years he's ago? so funny. Three dude. years ago? Have you seen him lately? He's knocking on Death's door. He's... We don't uh, have a lot of time He's a left. mess. Has he done anything recently? No. He was like on... They released a coffee table book of... Young Frankenstein, which I have. I don't know where it is, but a we have A coffee table book? Yeah. It's like pictures and behind the scenes type stuff. And they... Why when they a coffee table book? Because that's what... Like, when they release a book, it's mainly just pictures. It's yeah. meant to go on your coffee table, and then, like, you can flip through it and look at the pictures. Like, we have, okay. we have two downstairs. To tell you what kind of household this is, we have the presidential one of Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. They are okay. two separate okay. books. Oh, all right. When we used to have a coffee table in our living room, we used the coffee table to eat a lot more than I would like to admit. So we didn't have the books on Everybody there. Does. Yeah, I we didn't have the, the books on there. But what I for like fifteen years. What our plan was was like so that people who came into our front door knew what kind of house you were walking into. Yeah. The the idea was to have both those books on our coffee table at all times. Oh, man. To show you, like, yes, we love Barack Obama. Is that why you yelled at me when I walked in wearing that MAGA hat? No. (laughs) My love for Barack Obama is not the reason I don't like... Well, I guess you could technically say it is the reason I don't like people who support Donald Trump. But But for the record, I do not own, nor have I ever worn a MAGA hat. (laughs) People who do should just be ashamed. Not even, for, people not even the for the fact of, like, you're supporting an absolute idiot, but, like, that hat is so tacky. There's so many words on it. Like, Well, now he's got new ones that say, keep America great. 
even there's still the same number of words. Hey. It's too much. It's too many words the, on a baseball hat. The cag hats, if you will. What's worse, MAGA or CAG? Just off the like off the top of your head. You hear you hear both of them and you're like, oh god, one of them I can tolerate, the other one I can never hear again. Jesus. It's like CAG. CAG. CAG sounds like Keg's too close. Peter Griffin trying to <laughs> order a keg. Yeah, <laughs> keg a grown up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. Um, that's right. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rewatchability. I give it. I give it every three years. Yeah. Is that how we're going to rank rewatchability? I, I like that. I, I think, think so. so. Because solid. so many of these, so many of these are so classic that I think, like, there's not a lot you can say. I mean, we're definitely going to watch them. I'm going to definitely keep notes if there's things that stick out to me. Yeah, we need to keep notes next time because this time we didn't. And I feel like there's a lot. And if there's stuff that sticks out to me as weird, I will. Like, there's a couple of them that I think we'll be able to find stuff, like The Prestige. I think you're going to oh be able to God. find some shit to, like, pull apart there if you have wanted you ever to. Seen, you've never seen that. Or not, you have. Not, like, beginning to end all the way through in oh, one you, sitting. Do you know the twist at the end, though? Like, do you know? Yes. Yeah. Damn it. I, I'm really going to struggle with Apocalypse now. I've never seen that one. Neither have I. I've tried to watch it on three different occasions, and I fall asleep every time within the first. <laughs> I can't tell you how many minutes. I'm going to struggle with Terminator 2 because I fucking hate James Cameron. Judgment Day. Asshole. I sat down and watched all the Terminator movies at one point when I was in high school. Um, and I don't remember which I one think, was best. I think ours will be easier, the ones we picked will be easier to talk about and kind of possibly pull apart and definitely make fun of. Like, it's hard to make fun of Shawshank. I think a lot of these I could... I really can't. It's a really good movie, Yeah, man. I could make more... I think a lot of these, looking at the list, I could make more jokes out of them. Forrest Gump's easy. Oh, God. <laughs> Did we... Yeah, we scratched that off, so we're not going to be watching Forrest Gump. Yeah. Back to the Future. John Mulaney does a whole bit on Back to the Future that's honestly kind of hysterical. I saw a thing today that was a poll on Facebook, and it was, what movie has more rewatchability, Ghostbusters or Back to the Future? And I voted for Ghostbusters. Ooh. Yeah. I could not tell you the last time I watched Back to the Future. I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I watched either of them. I watch Ghostbusters every Halloween. Oh, really? I love both those movies. And I wasn't... They're great. I, oh, I mean both of the Ghostbusters movies. Yeah. I mean, they're still both great. Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters too. Right, I, yeah. And I also liked the one with Melissa McCarthy and Kate McKinnon. Was it as good as the originals? No. But I enjoyed it. Well, I watched... it's women or anything. Just well, I watched the new one... Good. Yeah. With Paul Rudd that, like, ignores that one? Sure. Oh, like the low-key Ghostbusters 3, but they're not actually calling it that? No, because it's a weird, like... It's, um... Shit, is it supposed to be... It's not a reboot. Harold Ramis? No, it's one of their, like, kids or one of their grandkids. Yeah. Like, I forget what the explanation is, but, like, one of the, one of their offspring, like, finds the suit. Right, but, like, it acknowledges the, car. the first oh, yeah. two. Right. That's what I meant by, It's like, a continuation, but it, like, yeah. it jumps you way into the future. Is it called the Afterlife? Ghostbusters Afterlife? I think so. It might be. Um, I, like, wasn't about it, honestly. And then I heard, like, the original cast was going to be in it, and then I saw Paul Rudd was, yeah. like, 
kind of front and center. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I fucking well, that's more my whole thing is like, people were so butthurt that they made the one with Kate McKinnon. Everybody's and McCarthy. About everything And it was all about it. like, how dare you put women in movies? And I'm more like, <laughs> why would you make a Ghostbusters movie and not? Because they don't really acknowledge the original Ghostbusters movies. I never saw the that one. Maybe mm-hmm. they do. I only saw it once. I mean, it was good, but I'm also like, this isn't great. Well, it's like, um... What sucks for that cast of women is, like, you made Bridesmaids and it was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, because Kristen Wiig was in Ghostbusters like, as well. You just, dropped a bomb on people with Bridesmaids, and then it was just kind of like, I'm over this. Well, because Bridesmaids, nobody knew... And also, no offense to everyone else in that movie and everyone else in that kind of genre and realm, none of you were as funny as Melissa McCarthy. And none of you will ever be as funny as Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, you think, is the funniest one out of all of them? Really? Hands down. You think so? Yes. I don't know, man. She's like... Who were you voting for? Who all's there? Honestly, I think they're all hysterical. So you have Kristen Wiig. Honestly, I think Kristen Wiig is Byrne. my least favorite of all of them. Was no. Rose Byrne in Bridesmaids? Oh. Is she the bitch? Yeah, she... She's the bitchy one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maya Rudolph. I love Maya oh, Rudolph. Oh, I'm just thinking out of the Ghostbusters cast. Oh, no, I'm going Bridesmaids oh, cast. Oh, okay. And then we'll throw in Kate well, McKinnon, because she's right. like the new Kristen Wiig. We'll leave her out of it, but... Alright, so Bridesmaids. <laughs> Who's in Bridesmaids? So Kristen Wiig, Rose Byrne, Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, which, let me tell you... She's pretty funny. Back in SNL, even in Grown Ups 1... Even still, like... She's funny. I'd fuck the shit out of my Rudolph. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig, honestly. Um, Kristen Wiig, uh, I don't know. She seems too fragile to me. She's too thin. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I'm not saying, like, I have super strength or, like, a gigantic penis, but, like, I'm just... Really skinny women... A beady. Really skinny women frighten me. Um... For more on the BD topic, you can go re-listen to, I think, episode four. Or episode <laughs> like four three. or five or something like that. Um, I don't... I have to look that up now. Who else was in that? Oh, what's her name? Uh, from Reno 911. Wendy something. You're probably right then, yeah. Melissa McCarthy's probably the funniest one. Yeah, and she if, was if the if funniest we, one in that movie. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I was... Yeah, if And we, that was if her, like... Going, that was her break. Yeah. If we were going Ghostbusters... Either Kate McKinnon or Leslie Jones. Oh, I fucking hate Leslie Jones. Do you really? She's just such. She's stand like, her. She's borderline obnoxious, but Leslie she's Jones so out there. Leslie Jones is funny, like Kevin Hart and Aziz Ansari are funny. Where someone at some point in their life told them, if you just yell all your jokes at the top of your lungs, it's funny. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Your jokes aren't funny no matter how loud you say them. I've never watched or listened to Aziz's stand-up. I've seen... I like him on Parks and Rec. I think he's funny as Tom Haverford. Because, like, he's just this man-child who just comes up with all these ideas. Uh, Kevin Hart... Kevin Hart, I've always liked. I'm I'm liking his stand-up. The more famous he gets, the less I like his stand-up. The stand-up I've seen of him... Even in his movies, like, he comes across to me as, like... He's just taking the shtick that other black comedians did. So, like, you watch Dave Chappelle stand up. I I grew up watching like Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, Bernie Mac, D.L. Hughley. Like, I watched all those guys. I I have the Kings of Comedy on DVD, and I love it. It is one of the funniest stand up movies you'll ever watch. Yeah, and 
like I watched a lot of I, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy. I watched a ton of black comedians growing up. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. And like I watched Kevin Hart, and I'm like, I feel like you're very, like not authentic. It feels like you're just rehashing what they've already done. Yeah. And I get that, like, it's gonna, it should come across that way because, like, you you are because you've also lived those experiences just in a different era of time. Yeah. But the way you like tell the jokes and the way you come across is that like none of this has ever happened to you. That's what happens when you're just, like, shouting jokes at people. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it feels forced. Well, his whole... The comparison that you made with him and Dave Chappelle is funny to me, because I just... I I found out recently that, like... I forget what happened in, like, the early 2000s, um, or late, late 2000, like, more like 2010, but, like, at one point, Dave Chappelle, like, left the country. Oh, yeah. For something, and I don't remember what happened. Comedy Central wanted him to tell people that he was on, like, meth, what the fuck? Or crack. Oh, and he was just like, fuck this. I'm like, yeah, he was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, so he just did. It was and that. Then it was like. left a hole for Kevin Hart to just like oh, yeah. fill. So everyone kind of attributes that, like Dave Chappelle leading oh, yeah. to Kevin Hart's it was that. success. It was that, and it was like, he didn't want to do the Chappelle show anymore because he felt that like the large majority of his audience, which was white people, like it wasn't, they're not laughing with me, they're laughing at me. Like, they're not laughing at these jokes for why they should be laughing at these jokes. Yeah. I honestly have never watched a lot of... I've, I've seen a couple episodes of Chappelle's show. I've seen and every, I've liked them. I've, I've seen every episode. Yeah. And I love all of them. You like I, his new stand-up? That, like, I'm yes. freak the fuck out about? Yes. Yeah. I want to watch them. I need to. I don't understand why people freak out about stand-up. Because everybody's f- sensitive about anything, everything anymore, dude. It's crazy. I also think it's just the internet. Oh, it absolutely is. The internet ruins... Entertainment, to a degree. And I think it's, like... Or the entertainment industry. I hate this whole conversation that comedians have now about cancel culture. And I'm like... But it's kind of... It's a thing, though. It is, but it's also, like... Just, who gives a rat's fucking asshole about what people on Twitter think? Yeah. Like, I'm just so tired of it. Yeah. And it's also, I think my, I think the other reason I get tired of the cancel culture conversation is because comedians, as much as I love stand-up comedy and as much as I love stand-up comedians, like, they also don't know who to not defend when it comes to stand-up comedy. Like, that guy who got hired by SNL, and then you found out on a podcast that he's using, like, tons of racial slurs. Nope. Shane something, I forget what his name was. But he got hired at SNL before their new season started. He was one of the, like, three or four people they hired. Yeah. And then he he got fired before the season started. Because he was on podcasts, like, saying... white guy? Yeah, white guy, of course. Saying, like, super racist things about Asian people. And, like, just super, super racist shit. And, like... Comedians are, like, trying to do, well, well, it's all for the sake, like, he was just trying to tell jokes and this and that, and I'm like, but when you listen to it, he's not. They're not jokes. Right. Like, it's not when, the, it's not like when it was the 90s and people used the word gay and, like, used it for comedy, or it's not when, like, you're telling a story and you're talking about your racist uncle using the N-word. Like, right. he's yeah. just, like... 
talking about Asian people living in Chinatown and then just like starts throwing out slurs against Asian people. Yeah, it's like, that's not... And it's like, but <laughs> you're not... not okay. It's like, this isn't a joke. Yeah. You're not like putting it in the form of a joke, you're just like saying it. Right, you need... And then trying to use comedy as your defense for being racist. And it's like, no, you're just racist. Right, but like when it's not part of an act, like you can... Being a comedian and 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 being racist is different than yeah saying I guess racially charged things as part of an act yeah which is basically what you just said but um and there's also like I get I get the defense of like it was a joke when it's shit that makes no sense that people are upset about like mm-hmm. the whole thing at Tom Segura's last special when people in Louisiana got pissed at him. Because he said that they should build a wall around Louisiana. <laughs> because of all the Cajun people. And people, like, <laughs> lost... Like, people in Louisiana lost their mind. Yeah. And it's like, people, it's a fucking joke. Like, right. get over yourselves. Uh-huh. They released the trailer for his new special. <gasps> did they? They did. When's the... Do we know when it's coming out? March 21st? No 24th? Is it that soon? It's sometime Oh, soon. my God. I'm so excited. Wait, that means Burt's is coming, too. Burt's... They said that they're all... Burt's is before his. Yeah. Burt's is a week before his. I remember, because yeah. they were just talking, I just watched that episode. Because he was mad. He wanted it to be after Tom's. He was he so wanted, pissed he wanted people to He wanted people to just ride the wave of Tom Segura into Burt's Yeah. But instead, he's going to get a week of Burt, and then everyone's going to be like, alright, Tom's is here. Yeah. But they were saying that, like, a lot of, like, apparently we're getting a bunch of stand-up on Netflix. Yeah, they Tom's released... on the slate, there's a bunch this They month. put out on Instagram their, like, schedule of release date stuff, and there's a ton of shit coming out. Did you watch Pete Davidson's? Not yet. I want to, though. It's decent. I want to watch Michelle Wolf's, too. Who's that? She did the White House Correspondents Dinner a while ago. She was on The Daily Show. I've never watched her do stand-up, but I keep seeing... I follow her on Instagram, and I keep seeing clips, and they all seem really, really funny. Yeah? So I want to watch her. I do want... I keep seeing... I'm so mad I don't live in L.A. and I don't have money. Because Netflix, Netflix, Aren't we all? well, like Netflix announced that they're doing like a stand-up festival. Yeah, and I'm so like I was looking at the lineup and I'm like, God fucking damn it! Isn't that the live Two Bears One Cave? I'm pretty sure that's that, and if it's not, it's him and Bert together, right? And like Christina's doing something, Sebastian Maniscalco, Dave Chappelle, like there's so many people. When is it? I don't remember. And Kelly didn't understand it. She's like, well, I don't get, like, they're not all at the same venue. I'm like, yeah, because it's, like, multiple days. Right, that's the point. And it's not meant, like, well, and her, I, her point was more like, Sebastian Maniscalco is at this arena on Friday, 7 to 9, yeah. and then down the street is this comedian at the exact same time. And I'm like, yeah, the point of this festival isn't for you to go see every single one of these people. It's just, here's a bunch of comedy. If Come that was the you case, want. you would be there for three days, and you would have to be awake for three days. And you'd have to be... Watching these people perform. Yeah, like, exactly. it, it wouldn't work. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, they released the trailer for his special, and the trailer for his special is him talking about, like... He's like, I get pet love. Like, I get it. Yeah. But I, he's like, I also have a child. And he's like, I have a dog. And I love that dog to death. But if that dog were to ever attack my sons in any way, I would fucking drown that dog in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's just like, 
simulating with his hand drowning a dog, or that he makes like the dog whimpering noise and oh, just like Jesus shoves Christ. his head back under. Who is this? Tom. Oh. The trailer for his new special. Oh, that's too funny. He's like, then I would give it to my son and be like, here you go. And my son would be like, what? what the fuck am I supposed to do with this dead dog? And he's like, I don't know, maybe learn to defend yourself so I don't have to fucking keep doing this. <laughs> and then he's like... He is so nonchalant about that shit. Like, oh, I, can, yeah. I can hear how he said that in my head. And then he's like, that joke is very, <laughs> that joke is very divisive. Oh, yeah. Some people told me, like, don't do the whimper because that makes it real. And then other people were like, do the dog whimper because that's the funniest part of the joke. Right, yeah. And then the first comment... I love divisive comedy, though. The first comment under that video was like, I saw the Take It Down tour live, and I cried laughing the entire time, except for this bit. I'm really sad this is what you used for the trailer for your concert. I'm like, dude, get the fuck over it. Because I can tell from the way this is worded that you didn't laugh at it, because he's suggesting animal cruelty. It's like, fuck off. Yeah, he absolutely is. Get the fuck over it. I have a cat who was an asshole because all cats are assholes. Would he ever do anything to my infant son? No. no. But you better believe if he scratches my son in the face, that cat's getting fucking punted out the back door. <laughs> and that's funny to say. I love it's animals. It's not funny to do. No. But it's funny to say. It's funny to be like, yeah, I love my kids so much. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And it's also like... People are just so... He's not making that joke just to, like, make jokes about animal cruelty and tell you how much he wants to kill a dog. That's not the point of it. He's making that joke... the fact that that guy doesn't think it's funny means that he completely missed the point of the joke. He's also making that joke to make fun of people who, like, put up on Instagram and social media about Uh their their fur babies and how you have the bumper sticker that says, like, my other son is a German shepherd. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) If you loved your dog as much as your kid, we get a you old, we get a old spinster. You didn't have kids. Get the fuck over. That's not our problem. You and your goddamn cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, people are just. I, I'm over. I'm over this. Everybody has an opinion on everything. Era that we live in. Everybody has an opinion on everything, and everybody's opinion. Well, that's why anymore. Like I don't. My social media is, I rarely do anything involving comments. Yeah. And I I rarely have even, like, people. Yeah. Like, all my, my whole Facebook is just, like... It's mostly memes. Entertainment Weekly, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. Like, I only really have... Instagram, I follow a lot of celebrities. But, like... Facebook is really just for me to get, like, entertainment news. Yeah. I don't use it for literally anything else. No. Because it's just everyone's throwing their opinion around, like, like I don't want to say their opinion doesn't matter, but, like, nobody cares. Yeah. I'm like, nobody cares about my opinion, and I know that. No. And, like... I- well, that's the thing, is, like, you have to, like, you have to be... Twitter is the worst. Twitter's the fucking... I saw an exchange... <laughs> but like you I saw the dumbest exchange today Ryan <laughs> I shouldn't talk about this Ryan screenshotted uh, a conversation that one of my exes had with like a fellow student about their school closing because of corona and, the one, and, and one of them was on the argument of like we put a lot of work into shows and stuff like we shouldn't yeah. close because of misinformation and other people are like 
I mean, it's better to be safe than sorry. Like, yeah. I, I get that you're in shows, and it was just like, it was the most, and it escalated so quickly to the point where, like, the one started attacking the other one, like, the other one's character, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. this is so dumb. I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I've never been one to argue, period. Like, I'll, I'll get into an argument if I feel like I need to, if I'm, like, pushed to that point. Well, but. All, all social media has done is just made people who would never, ever, ever, ever say the things they're saying on the internet in real life. It's given them a platform. It's, it's made them brazen enough to, like, I can say this because you'll never find me. Because they're hi- they Cause have something to hide behind. Because yeah. I don't have a profile picture. Mm-hmm. I'm just some troll on the internet. Yeah. Or well, I'm, those people or I'm like a legitimate entertainment publicity site, like Halsey. Her new album got bad reviews, and she made a joke about like something with like demolishing the building that the trolls worked in. <laughs> and then someone was like, "Someone must have." She deleted it later. The tweet, but someone must have told her because apparently the publication is. Like, the company is based where their thing, where their headquarters is, is in, like, the ground floor of, um, the fuck is that called? Whatever the building is at, like, the ground, House. ground zero. Oh. Tower like one? one? Yeah. One something tower? Yeah. One and she deleted it. And then someone, yeah. and then someone, like, wrote an article about how... Halsey wants to blow up like the nine eleven memorial. I'm like, oh how? My God, I'm like, you dude. are you are reaching, like you are reaching so far. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because that's the that's that's the other thing is that clickbait has become such. A, oh I yeah. Don't know, just. Uh, oh yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I also love the people that'll go on Twitter and Facebook and be like, celebrities just need to keep their fucking mouth shut. No one cares what you think about politics. And that same person will go on like a forty-five minute rant about how great Donald Trump is, and it's like, why do you think anyone gives why a fucking rat's ass what you think? Right, right. You don't have millions of fans. Like, like if you're saying that those people, nobody cares about their opinions, then you know nobody cares about your opinions. So it's the also fuck like up. you're only complaining about the celebrities that are contradictory to what your beliefs are, because everybody thinks that they're. Right. You're not saying that Clint Eastwood should keep his crazy old mouth shut. Like I want Clint Eastwood to get Instagram. The guy who was talking <laughs> to an that? empty, the guy who was talking to an empty chair like four years ago or whatever. Oh my god! No man. one's talking shit about him. No. Then the second Mark, that he'll kill them. then the second Mark Ruffalo's like, uh, we're kind of fucking up in this country right now. Everyone's like, why don't you just shut the fuck up and keep Nobody making all movies, yeah. dumb bitch? When like he really, he's more of an activist than an actor. At you this point. ruined the fucking Hulk. Yeah, sure. Hulk in Endgame was like the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. That wasn't his fault though. Fucking Disney. <laughs> I love the people that are still like Disney owns too much like shut the fuck up dude who cares I do think it's hysterical that they own so much that <laughs> like Congress had to look into them and be like yeah. are you becoming a, yeah. a media monopoly or an entertainment monopoly or whatever it's also it like I mean they are they own a lot it's also like people why do you care they are making the most entertaining shit right dude oh my god yeah I saw Onward over the weekend I have no desire to see that. <laughs> oh, bro. Honestly, highly recommend. You lost me when 
they play the radio ads and Chris Pratt just yells like, put it in O for Onward. I'm like, God, Chris Pratt, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> if anyone else is in this, really? I can't stand him. Really? Now like that at all. Now that he's thin. Uh, see, Ryan was the exact opposite. We just he, had this conversation. Did we? The yeah. Day? At the house? Yeah. Okay, yeah. When yeah. we went over there to watch movies and we didn't, we just sat around for like four hours and just bullshitted and talked shit on people and movies. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he... Because we liked him when he was fat on Parks and Rec and he was like doofy and stupid and then he got thin and ripped. No, see, he And he became an asshole. Ryan, Ryan was... He liked Parks and Rec, but he was so hesitant to watch Parks and Rec because all he had seen was fat Chris Pratt and, like, that Vince Vaughn movie and a couple other things. And he's yeah. like, I hate this guy. And then he saw Guardians and was like, okay, he's not terrible on this. And then he watched Parks and Rec and was like, I fucking love this guy. But see, that's the difference. So he likes fat, quote-unquote, fat, doofy Chris Pratt. Because, like, Star-Lord is still doofy Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, like, after he got ripped in real life, he just became a total dickbag. Like, don't Isn't come on, don't come on the to, MTV uh, Movie Awards. Oh my God! Preaching about Jesus, the ten rules. For, Get uh, out of here with your eye makeup in Jurassic World. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did you wear eye makeup? In Jurassic it's World? so obvious that he's really? wearing eyeliner in Jurassic World. The first one? Yeah, I never saw the second one. Okay, Jurassic World Two sucks so much dick. It's not even funny. I just want to get really drunk and watch it. It's, it's awful. It's I awful. That, I know. That's why. Maybe the first one was so great because it was just essentially like a remake of Jurassic Park. Like yeah, how, but it was like, like how last, enough. like how Force Awakens was just a remake of Star Wars. Hope, yeah, <laughs> but like, oh my god, yeah, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. I'm just realizing that. Yeah, I'm just realizing that they both. Not that Force Awakens is a, basically a rip of A New Hope, but um, well, when Jurassic World was just a, they really did both do that. Holy shit! Jurassic World came across as a remake because they're like it's a direct sequel, and it's like yeah, but you just did the same thing. You it's just like same modernized just, the park. Well, and it's just the park's open now. Yeah. It's just, they, they upped the scale of it, yeah. is all they really did. You took the message at the end of Jurassic Park, which was like, this isn't a good idea, and you were like, fuck it, yeah, it is. Is Fallen Kingdom <laughs> a rip of Lost World, or no? I don't really remember, because I haven't seen enough of the second and third Jurassic Park movies to yeah. know. It just sucked. It the was third so Jurassic bad. Park movie is so So, weird. Jurassic World sets up that, like, Chris Pratt loves dinosaurs, Bryce Dallas Howard loves money. Mm -hmm. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, you now find out the island they're on is just covered in volcanoes. And yeah. It's, and they're all about to explode. Oh, wait, it's, it's multiple to, volcanoes. I think so. It might just be one. I don't remember. But it's about to <laughs> You're kill. like, it was so bad I couldn't even yeah. tell you. <laughs> but it's about to kill all the dinosaurs. Okay. So now the argument is like, well, do we save them? Do we take them off the island and put them on a different island? Or because they're technically already fucking dead, it's like, do we just again. do we just kill them? But then this movie does the reverse. Bryce Dallas Howard is now like, we have to save the dinosaurs, and yeah. Chris Pratt's like, I don't fucking care about dinosaurs. Yeah, that's really exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what they happens. even tell you that in the trailer because he's like, "Nah, I'm done," and she's like, "Then they go and on the island." Then like, they go and there's these dumb like Michael Bay action scenes where like they're obviously dead because there's lava in this enclosed room that they're in, but they somehow get out in the nick of time. Spoiler alert: you breathing in all the air you're breathing in, you'd be fucking dead whether that lava touched you or not. You dumb time. idiots. <laughs> Then they, like, save a couple of the dinosaurs, and there's a weird auction, because they made a new dinosaur again. I'm pretty sure the villain from one of the villains, not 
Not Red Skull, the other guy from Captain America with the glasses. Oh, Dobby. Yes. That Did you know that's Dobby from Harry Potter? I did, and I forgot about it until you just said it. I also know then him he comes, as, then he comes as back Julie and from you from your highness. Then he comes back in Endgame. Uh, did he come back in Endgame? Yeah, can remember or no? Civil War, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. Yeah, as the computer, one of them. Yeah, yeah. the gay one. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, the gay one. Yeah. I think he is gay. Really. Winter Soldier is a gay one. Oh, you meant the gay <laughs> the gay character. Um, no, I, I, meant mean, the, I meant the gay movie. Winter Soldier is a gay porn. Basically, dude. I'm it's Brokeback Mountain. I'm hyped for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, oh, is Brokeback Mountain on that one? Because it's on mine, I'm pretty sure. If, I thought it was. But, like, he's in it. I think I think it's him. And they're auctioning off this dinosaur. And there's this little girl. And there's an old man. And then you find out that there's, like, his daughter... Isn't his daughter? Huh? Yeah, you his find daughter. the old man that owns this mansion. You find out that his daughter isn't his daughter; it's a clone. In the Fallen Kingdom, yeah. What the so, fuck? So now we've introduced cloning into the fucking Jurassic World but, like, universe. Human cloning? Yeah. Why? Why take it there? That's that's stupid. I was expecting it. They're giving you this whole backstory about like him and his wife, and I'm expecting it to be like, oh shit, the maid is her mom. And then all of a sudden you find out, like, nope, that bitch is dead. And she's been dead. And this little girl is just, like, some weird robot clone. That's why she has zero emotion or common sense. Because the end of the movie, the end of the movie, they are now in California. They are landlocked to the United States. (laughs) The villain is a villain in a ton of other movies. He looks like the villain in Frozen 1. (laughs) I don't remember the actor's name. Shit. But, like... This is gonna bug me, yeah. Um... The end of the movie. There's all these fucking dinosaurs in this house, and the room they're in is filling with poisonous gas. There's a little girl there, and it's like, do I hit this button and open the door and literally just release them into the fucking world of the United States, or do I just fuck off and let them all die? Right. Did what she is, hit the button? What does she fucking do? Garage <laughs> door opens up. There they go. That's so awesome. Then we left when the credits started because I was like, this movie fucking blows. Oh, that's the ending of the movie. That's the ending of the movie. To, like, set up a third one. Then, there's a post credit scene. Maybe they're not in California. They're definitely somewhere. I think you're right. I haven't seen it, but I believe well, you. The post, <laughs> well, the post credit scene is pterodactyls, like, flying into California. So the, so the third one is literally just dinosaurs taking over... The world. The United States. But it's going to be, like, California and somehow New York. <laughs> Uh, pretty much, yeah. I'd, I'd believe that. Because no sure. one gives a rat's ass about the Midwest. About anywhere. <laughs> I was just thinking about that today. I was like, I would love to go to the Midwest at some point. Yeah. And just kind of fuck around for a couple of days. I mean, that's where you need to live. That's what I hear. When you watch movies, because literally, like, natural disasters happen in New York, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, or Florida. Well, and dude, even, like, just humans being assholes to other humans. Like, oh, yeah. It, ha- it, does, it happens on the borders. Yeah. It happens on, like, whatever's closest to yeah. the other people, which is the West Indies coast. So yeah. you go right in the middle, you have you have a pretty good buffer of time to kind of either dip to Canada or I just to Mexico. I just, love, the- I just love that meme, though. And it's like, I get it, because that's where they film movies. But it's like, yeah. all the natural disaster movies, all the alien invasion movies, all the war movies. Like, it's either California or New York or Philadelphia or it's Florida. It's funny, because now, if you look or at like it, particularly Georgia. the Marvel stuff, a lot of shit films... It's mostly Disney. 
has like Star Wars and and Marvel stuff filming in either Pinewood Studios London or Pinewood Studios Georgia. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, Georgia? That's so random. They've been doing shit there for years. Though. I think it's. I think it has to do with like. Might be cheaper production wise. Cheaper production, and I think there's a weird thing with like. The government or the state is they somehow pay you to film there because you're like bringing business there kind of thing and you're you are, giving yeah. people jobs I, I forget yeah that makes sense but um so I think that's a good place to stop I guess we've been talking for a while yeah we're at about an hour five are we really already yeah I swear to god I thought it was like I thought it was maybe 45 so our next movie is The Godfather oh really I'm hit or miss on my excitement to see this movie I'm really hyped because I know it's like three days long I've never seen it. I already know, just from so many parodies, I already know, like, one entire scene of dialogue. Well, it's not even the whole scene. I only know Marlon Brando's part. Well, yeah, everybody knows that. I know... I'm pretty sure a horse gets decapitated at one point. The horse head thing I know about... I don't know if it's The Godfather or The Godfather Part 2, but I know Al Pacino kissing his brother or giving him the kiss of death. I know it was you, Fredo. I know it was you. I don't know. Um, I've seen that. I know the line. I know. I don't know the context or the scene. I know nothing about these movies. And then I know the whole like. I, I know very little about these movies. I know the whole like. And there's the the violin playing in the background of the entire film, and then it just really picks up in some scenes. <laughs> and then it's the whole like, you come to me on this. Yeah. Day of my body is worthy, and you ask me to kill a man who I do not. And the best par- the best parody I've ever seen is Family Guy, because oh, yeah. they do. It's it's Don Corleone, and he's just like, "You come to me on this, the day of my daughter's wedding, and you ask me to kill a man I do not know. Tell me, why should I kill this Count Chocula?" And they like, <laughs> cut around, and it's Captain Crunch. <laughs> And he's like, my cereal does not cut the roof of your mouth. No, dis- no disrespect. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, shit. That's funny. They did it twice. Did they? They did that in a cutaway gag. And they did an episode where Peter becomes friends with Big Fat Polly. Is that a guy from it's Godfather? It's very, no. Uh, who's Big Fat Polly? He's, uh, he's affiliated with the mob. I forget how I forget how Peter gets affiliated with the mob. Because he's Peter. I think it's through I think it's through Cleveland's deli. Yeah, and he's trying to buy a car. Yeah. It's a weird setup. I believe it. He wants yeah. to get a new car, the he can't get a loan, the mafia gives him a loan. Yeah. And his favor in return is like he takes the Don's cousin, Big Fat Polly, out to like a movie. Okay. And then he ends up at the wedding. And, like, because he's telling Big Fat Polly, like, I can't hang out with you anymore because Lois doesn't want me to hang out with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Big Fat Polly puts a hit on Lois. <laughs> and then, like, he has to go to the wedding to call off the hit. And Big, and then they do the whole, like, because it's my daughter's wedding, you can ask me for one favor. He's like, but while you do, I'm going to enjoy this, like, tiramisu. I forget. What, I think it's tiramisu. Yeah. And then Peter's like, oh, can I have some? And he's like, done. And, like, that's that's his, like, favor. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. But so The Godfather's our next movie. If, you, if you'd like to play along at home and watch along. Hell yeah. 
I hope it's. I think it's on Netflix. It was. I hope it still is. It's not. Just give me a give me a call. And you can borrow my DVD. Oh, do you have it on DVD? Yeah, they were selling a bunch of. Because um... I have it on VHS. Oh yeah, I have it on DVD. But it's in. Sorry to one up you like that. I have it on VHS <laughs> because someone gave it to me because I had never seen it and I wanted to watch it. Oh, you know what? I might have all three actually. And I have it on VHS in Titanic style because it's two different tapes. Yeah, I have Titanic it's so, like that. And it's so long like that. Yeah. that they're like, oh, please. It won't fit on one tape. Yeah. Remember tape? What a fucking time. To continue watching this film, please insert tape, tape two. two. I remember when video games got like that. And then when you bought Titanic, you just put in tape two. Because like, no one gives a fucking rat's ass what happens on tape one. <laughs> Get on with it. The boat's gonna sink. Jesus Christ. Let me see it. We know how this movie ends. Exactly. Oh, man. It's like any biopic. Spoiler alert, Freddie Mercury gets AIDS. What? Freddie Mercury? Yeah. That movie was terrible. He's dead? That movie was terrible. <laughs> like, horrendously terrible. But that's a different conversation for a different day. On that note. <laughs> um, on that note, apologies to Ryan Starzewski. We ran out of time. Uh, Damn. He also loved that movie. <laughs> that's why, honestly, that's why I thought you were saying apologies that time. <laughs> apologies to Ryan Starzyk's here. We ran out of time, and Bohemian Rhapsody was a fucking steaming pile of monkey shit. <laughs> um, I, I brought him around. We had a, when we were talking about that at the gender reveal, I, he was like, yeah, well, well, I really, I only, like, I really enjoyed it, because my dad's really into Queen, and I was like, I like your dad, but he should be ashamed if he's a Queen fan that he liked that movie. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's been fun. We'll see. We won't see you, but you'll hear us next month. I should have this uploaded within the next week. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. That's about it. As they say on the Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. <laughs>